When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Federated just wants to say thanks to all local businesses in and around the state of Minnesota. You are our community partners, our neighbors, our families, and our friends. And when you need Federated, Federated is here to help. Visit federatedinsurance.com or call your local marketing representative to access trusted resources you may need during this pandemic. At Federated, it's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Patrick. I think that there's probably, given the events of the last five days or so, plenty to be unchained about. So where do you want to start? I'm going to skip politics. Okay. Because uh, I've... Uh... You know what? I've lost a lot of followers this week because of politics, most of whom were wild-ass Trumpers who I blocked because they're nuts. But anyway, that's okay. I don't want to get into that. I want to talk about two less controversial issues. Mm -hmm. Number one, I've been trying to soften my stance on Philip John Fleck. Okay. I was trying to... Not think that he was the most full of crap human being I had ever heard in my life. I was trying to think he wasn't a complete phony, right? I was trying to think that. Yeah. And then we had the story today about reading the child's book, Everyone Poops. Did you see this? Yes. Yes, I did. And that's it. I'm done with him. He could win the national championship. I'll never write a good sentence about him. I'm done with him. What a moron. What a... And we we got to report that crap because he doesn't give us any other crap. It's, and he's literally talking about crap. Uh, crap. I mean, how can you be an adult human being and, and get all on board with this fraud? Uh, anyway, I got that. A. That's A. All right. That's a pretty good unchained. I was going to say that's a, we're off to a here's, roaring start. Here's my other unchained. Adrian Peterson stands over there on the sideline with his helmet, about 90% of the ass kicking that they got yesterday. And all of a sudden, he's a mentor to Delvin Cook. And he's out there, hey, Delvin. And he's joking with Delvin as though he had some contact with him and had anything to do with him. Adrian, your your last 
decades news here. You're the middle of the, you're the early 2000s news. You got nothing to do with this kid. Stop trying to hog your way into the uh, spotlight with him while you're sitting over there hanging out as a 35-year-old because you urinated away all your money. So you're if they'll pay you 50 bucks a game, you got to show up and, you know, demean yourself by being a backup running back with the Detroit Lions. And now you want to embrace Dalvin like, uh, wow. Like you helped him. Yeah, like you somehow like, yeah, you had him. anything to do with him. Yeah. What did you do? Teach him how to catch passes? You know, <laughs> teach him how to block? Did you teach him that? Man, Ball security, perhaps. What What are we, what are we, hmm. what, you know, it, it's, you know, you had your time, Dalvin. I mean, not Dalvin. Dalvin's having his time. Yeah. Did you, you had your time. He can't. That's uh, not, that's not. Stay AP. out of the picture. You he know? can't bring himself to do that. You know, go home and, you know. You watch it. He Quite is, a bit it's, of it. It's sad to watch well, it. Yeah, I mean, last year he had him three, four good games in Washington, but there's not. I mean, it's. Nothing left. He's, he's 35. Not, God, they, they, they drained him. You know, they drained him about five, six, seven years ago. So, yep. you know, he took, uh, he took uh, Zimmer to the playoffs his first year, right? I mean, not the first. Two thousand fifteen, the second year. Yeah, second year. The, the first Seattle, time he took him to the playoffs, the Seattle, the Seattle yeah. game. Yeah. That, that that was his team, and then 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 he was done. Yes, he was finished. And Dalvin Cook came in in eighteen or seventeen. Seventeen. So they had nothing to do with each other. Right. There was he was a gone year, in March there was of a year. year gap. Mm-hmm. So stop trying to pretend like you're his mentor. For God's sake, that's terrible. And Everson. Uh, they seem to have survived the the storm that was coming from Everson, huh? Yeah, he didn't really prove himself to be a great player yesterday. No, no. Playing for I'd a Lions say, team that didn't care. I'd say good was uh, was a compliment from from Coach Zim. Yes. From what I saw yesterday, was, he's yes. a good player. He's a good yeah. player. I thought it was a compliment. He made one play on Sunday. Yeah. I think he tipped a pass. Yes. And that was basically it for him. What's with Riley Reef? Why is he playing so good? Because he's he is a solid left tackle. He's just not a star. Yeah, like but, he's just but he's, he's, he's good solid. Games here. Yes, yes. Well, and guess what? If they run the football, they're fine because Delvin is good, and they can run block. They're not very good at pass protection, but I I think Reef is Reef is a good solid player. He's never been a star, and he won't be. Look at the but schedule. Look at the schedule. Who's going to beat him? I know. The Bears are terrible. They yeah. got beat by Tennessee. Mm-hmm. The Bears are they well. They've got the Buccaneers who got blown out last night, and the that, Saints. That'll be and, a tough game. And Those the Saints left on the road. Yeah. So, so they're. But everybody else, they got that three-game homestand against, you know, Teddy, Teddy, Jacksonville, and, and Dallas. They're they're you know, Jacksonville and Dallas want to lose. Yep. And boy, Dallas almost avoided victory yesterday. That was. Uh, you, you think there are a lot of guys in the Vegas sports book saying, what the hell's going on here? Who gave the 14 or whatever it was? Anyway. Trying to bet on this league is impossible. Yeah. Well, Carolina's pretty mediocre. Mm-hmm. Teddy's okay. Nothing. He's, Teddy's what he always was. Okay. He's okay. Kyle, are you out there? He's okay. He's not some superstar. He's a, you know, oh, he's a winner. Yeah, like that Seattle game, he completed one pass and they missed the field goal and we're saying, oh, Teddy played his ass off. It was too bad, you know. 
The guy, they made the playoffs that year with having one of the most unproductive quarterbacks in the history of the team. You are uh, unchained today. This is great I am to see. Today. This is it's it's because you won't talk about politics, and so you're taking it out on sports. <laughs> I am. I'm enjoying this greatly. I am. T- I am unchained today. <laughs> Adrian, fraud. Yep. Phil Fleck, fraud. Yeah. Teddy, yeah, mediocre at best. Uh, let's see what else is. Uh, what Keep else going. Is that I ain't stopping you. I guess that's about it. That's about all I'm upset about. I guess. So anyway, the uh, the Vikings though. Zim was right. Run the ball. Yes, we got to run the ball. Zim for two years. He's been saying run the ball. Yep. They came. Didn't they come out? Now Green Bay. They got down so quick it was hard to run the ball. But. Uh, they it it only took till about week three when this became the offense, right? But then Dalvin missed two games. Uh, one he, Just he one. came out at halftime of the Seattle game. He got hurt in the third quarter, mm-hmm. and then he missed the one game against the Falcons. I uh, you know it's overrated. Seattle, the defense is oh, terrible. The defense is awful. Man. Their defense is terrible. Buffalo, when Josh Allen puts up forty against you, uh, even after his grandma died, uh, that's uh, you do know that's that's pretty. Do you uh, know who who spooky. is? Is looking at the Vikings' current success and saying, "Thank God I got out." Diggsy, Stefan Diggs, because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. oh, yeah. this is what he this is what he saw coming. Yeah. This is what he feared. How many did, did the last two weeks? Cousins is throwing the fewest passes. It's two and two, three two, on his list since coming here. Two and three since coming here. Falcons right? ten passes on opening day, two thousand nineteen, and then the last two games and, and 20. twenty. Yeah, <laughs> average of seventeen passes. He he was at during the one and five start. I think he was at an average of approximately thirty passes per game. He's now at seventeen. You know who's an underrated? As I think, just I haven't dealt with him. You know, for since the first year, probably is an underrated feisty guy. Who probably doesn't like it either? Feeling. He's yeah, got an edge to him, too. He's got it. You know, we always give digs, you know, because he's, he's the brother from the East Coast. You know, he's like, ah, he's a prima donna. The guy from Detroit Lakes doesn't like this offense either, I'll guarantee you. Oh, hell no. He wants, he, you know, no. he caught 100, didn't he? Did he catch 100? Did he get to 100? I have to look. He damn, you know, he was like leading the league until he got banged up a couple of years but ago. But I think he was targeted, what, on Sunday, three times, yeah, and Jefferson's like, Jefferson's last two games, but, yeah, I, but not a lot. Yeah, they're just not not throwing now. Yeah, like they've decided Zim has gotten his way, which is yes. we're going to run, run, we're run, protect these corner cornerbacks, and uh, yes, we're going to eat clock and run the ball, and then occasionally take some shots. Now, did but, they have Stafford out there playing after he was concussed? No, they took him right out. Oh, because he didn't come back. He in. threw a couple of passes that made you wonder. Oh, the the picks it, that he threw in the third quarter. Yeah, were I'm awful. wondering if he was. He got already, hurt after that. Okay, well, no. I, mean, I wonder if he was. If it was halfway there or something, I don't it know. Looked like he had no head on his shoulder. Those passes were awful. The yeah. second one was the Kendricks picked was in the end zone was terrible. He's got some outstanding interception numbers in the on the road against the Vikings, doesn't he? I mean, they've been they've, he's here? turned him over lots. I think the Lions' ability to remain the Lions it's year great. after year it's is great. almost laudable. I've written about this in the past that they put Bud in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> they put Bud in the Hall of Fame. Twenty five. He had one. 
But how long was the stretch? Was it 11 years when he beat him 21 times or something like that? I'm sure he's yeah. always been in our division. Yes. Uh, I mean, he's got. Let me see if but I the stat it. I always use is Ticey and Chili were 16 and 1 against the Lions. Ticey and they both got fired prematurely. Yep. But they were 16 and 1 against the Lions. Wow. They are they are unbelievable. And when they have been good, they had bad things happen to them. Billy, you know, that that team way back in the the Silver Rush team from the was it the 70s? Yeah. They were going they they made it to the conference final and they were going to go and Billy Sims, well, it had to be the 80s because it happened here. And Billy Sims took a bad step in the Metrodome. Oh, that, that was here, yeah. But 84, right? Yeah. Took a bad step in the Metrodome, ruined his knee, and apparently knee surgery still wasn't good back then because he was never the same. And he was he was a bigger version of Barry. You yes. Know? He was fantastic. Oh, he was great. Yeah. But, but in the 1970s alone was 17-3 and three against him. Yeah, that helps get you to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> It's remarkable, yeah. It is. But their consistency, Pat, aside oh, from yeah. a few pop-ups here and there, their consistency in 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 the art form of also not caring. Uh, Yesterday, they didn't give a damn. Like, they were completely checked out. Defensively, they didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, they're, well, they... And their there, are no, there are no hurry to save this guy's job. No. Big, grumpy idiot. You know what? Matt Patricia should bring in today... Everybody poops and read it to his team. That's what I want to see big Matt Patricia with the beard and the pencil. How about Fleck as the next coach of the Lions going back to Michigan? Probably grew up a Lions fan, didn't he? Might get the uh, job, uh, Harbaugh's job at the rate Harbaugh's going. Yeah. How about that? Uh, we were, uh, we got to talk a little more about the Lions, but then we'll get to that too. But uh, the, uh, I, I, you know, I, I was looking when the, when they broke up the league into divisions when the merger was coming. Mm-hmm. But before they before they decided who was who who. And I was I ran across a story that the, the Vikings by then had Page and they were they were putting together this defense. It might have been sixty seven. And the Lions fought mightily not to have the Vikings in their division. They didn't want the Vikings in their division. They they wanted a different, you know, they wanted to go somewhere else. Yeah. And somebody there was smart enough. They aren't smart enough to get a, put a good football team together, but they're smart enough to know they didn't want to be in the Giants. Maybe it was 68 because it was probably, the, the discussion was probably taking place 68 because 69 was the last year of two conferences. Mm-hmm. And they, they didn't want to be in the same division when the 13, you know, they ended up with 13 teams in each three divisions, 13 teams in 1970 in each conference. And they, they, they wanted, they didn't want the Vikings in their division. They fought against that mightily. And it was a good decision for them. Would have been, just think of the unsuccessful seasons the Vikings would have had if they hadn't gone two and all against the Lions. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. They, they belong or they belonged in a, Division and it would have been very fitting with Cleveland. They had a the Browns and the Lions oh, yes, belong yeah, together. It would have been a battle. Joe Schmidt uh, was their coach, great linebacker, Hall of Fame linebacker, was then their coach, and they had pretty good teams. And it was Bud was already coaching, so had to be in the seventies. And Joe Schmidt couldn't beat Bud to save his life. With you know they 
But you look it up, they finished second a lot of the years in the standings because Green Bay was in there. Was that Green Bay was headed for their 20 years in the wilderness, you know? Sure. From what? Uh, Phil Bankston to Magic Band, getting them in the playoffs in 89. They weren't in the playoffs. Infante, yeah. Forever. As a coach. And, uh, but they're going to beat the Vikings, and it's a three o'clock, it's a late afternoon kickoff. I don't know why it was, because they didn't do as much of that, but it's a late afternoon kickoff. Met Stadium, gloomy November day, I'd say. You know, well, it might have been still in October because they still had the, they hadn't bothered to cover the field yet. It was still dirt, you know, sure. but it was cold and miserable day. And the Lions had the kicker, Earl Mann from North Dakota, and uh, still a straight-ahead kicker. And they spent about five minutes killing the clock, rushing the ball, getting first down, maneuvering into position to kick the game-winning field goal. And it was a 30-yard cupcake, and it got blocked. <laughs> of course it did. I remember that. It was just McConnell was doing the games. I wasn't there, but I, McConnell, I was listening to McConnell. And, ah, this, well, it was long enough ago, I guess, that they didn't, uh, you know, they the home games weren't on television. Right. Remember that? Even oh, yeah. If, even, oh, if the blacked they, out? even if they were sold all out, they weren't on television. So I was listening on the radio. Had to be when I was covering the and twins. the kick got and the kick, kick got, blocked. got blocked. Yeah, I mean, they, that is, I mean, that's still them. Yeah, it it's is. an incredible yeah. thing. Oh God, how do you maintain this consistency? It is. Didn't Zim go zero and two against them a few years ago? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. I think that he was, did. Zim at one point was like five hundred with him. Now he's gotten used to. Yeah, what, him. what was the game here a few years back that they scored in OT? I think Golden Tate scored. Harrison Smith missed the tackle. I think. And that, that's the one that I think Prater hit something like a 60-yard field goal near the end of regulation yeah, right, right, yeah, to send it to OT. Yeah, but yeah. that, but that's a, a Lions highlight against the Vikings. Well, the Lions' strength for 30, 40 years now has been place kicker. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Hansen. Yep. And this Prater's Murray. Great, Eddie Murray. Well, they came here for a while. They've had, they've had great place kickers. Unfortunately, they don't have that many opportunities to win the game for you. It's just incredible how rotten they are. But this guy, this guy is a coach. I mean, I called it three, I think three years ago. He's just, uh, he's yeah, a coordinator, a but he's, yeah. Well, and as you said, the Super Bowl here. Yeah, the Super Bowl. They finally get their hey, guy. We proudly, uh, hey, we proudly have hired Matt, Matt Patricia, who just gave up 600 yards to Nick Belichick Foles. Probably, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You know, I was speaking of Belichick. I'm uh, surprised to uh, discover him being an excuse maker, huh? Yes, last week. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we sold out to win, we and sold now we're, out paying to win we're paying the price. paying the price. That's the first time I've ever heard him come close to anything so, that was an actual answer. So, I uh, I never really thought he was thin skinned. I thought he just didn't care. But I guess he cares. He's like, I mean, he yeah. didn't care what the media had to say about him. But he obviously, I think, because they're bad, he he realizes that he needs to have a reason why they're bad. Especially with Brady uh, Brady playing good until last night. Where did that come I from? I have no... I asked the same question <laughs> on bu- Mackie and Jack. I mean, I can see the Saints going up and down the field, but how can the, you make the Saints defense look that good? I have no idea. It, it was how, how do they look that bad on every side of the ball for that entire game? Oh, I don't know. It was weird. It was really strange. 
And, uh, and that, I, pick, I, that pick that he threw on fourth down, that was the Favre 2003 playoff pass against Philadelphia. That sort of punt throw mm-hmm. where you just decide, screw it, I'm, I'm going to throw it up. Hey, what, uh, was it 31-0 at halftime? I think that's right, yeah. Or 35. Yeah. I, I, know it was a, I know it was a blowout at halftime because the— uh, the uh, NBC boys were they, they were looking a little glum because they expected the big rating for that one. And, yes, uh, when it's a big blowout, everybody. Well, I mean, it looked like a great game. Oh yeah, Breeze Brady you got the two <laughs> top teams, or we thought Saints, in that division. Uh, Saints two and zero against them, and Brady's two clunkers. Of I got game. a sneaky feeling the Saints are going to end up being very successful. Yeah, he can. You know, he's a. If they can play a little defense, they they can. I I think he'd be a lot better if he didn't keep bringing in that dummy on third down. Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah, you see the the one of their early ones. They're third, fourth, and no, I didn't see the er- fourth and one, the and they had him throw. Yep, and it was waddle, wobbling out there, and the guy was almost covered, but they caught the guy caught it, and they got the first down, and it didn't look as stupid as it was, but. Uh, you know, Brady could usually find a guy to throw to for three yards. For, yeah. You know, but uh, I mean, not Brady, uh, Breeze. Breeze, yeah. I think Pey- I think Peyton thinks that the Taysom Hill thing is, is his genius experiment. Yeah, I do too. And no no one has... Well, they the, gave him a bunch of money to stay. Yeah, but I mean, somebody should have the guts to tell him, Sean. Yeah. We'll, Seth, we'll do it occasionally. You're Seth, you got your own Seth Green. Yeah, exactly. You know, but Seth Green makes a lot more sense in college than he does in mm-hmm. pros. So. Because if you got the guy throwing, he's he can't throw. But people talk about him as the... Backup quarterback. Poor Jameis, man. Has he played yet? He got in last night night for a little bit. Yeah, he's still Jameis. I don't know. I like him. But there's something wrong with him. I think he's colorblind. (laughs) Yeah, he's... uh, He throws a nice ball. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, he's had the bad rep. But you got to throw to the right guys. He's had a bad rep ever since he stole the crab legs. But uh, I still think... (laughs) Those New are good. I still think New England would have been better off with him than Cam. I think you might be right at this point. He's an ag- you could maybe teach him to be an accurate I think Cam, passer. I think Cam has a fighting chance not being in the league next year. I do too. He's just not. He's just doesn't. He's not an accurate thrower. You know that's his problem. He throws it where he's another guy who throws it where they used to be instead of where they're going. Yeah. So un- unreal. But I mean, he he was so damn good for what about three years there. He was incredibly solid, and I think now he is useless probably. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, uh, despite the fact Phil Fleck and I are now completely separated, yeah, when's Illinois gonna, uh, you know, reach down deep in their soul and run Lovey out of there? Man, alive. do they not care enough to? That's the only I thing know. I can well, figure. Just, supposedly, before the pandemic, they were going to add hockey. Where are they going to get the money? Who was worse? The Lions on Sunday or the Illini on Saturday? Well, probably the Illini because they were playing against a worse defense than the Vikings. You know, the Vikings don't have a good defense, but it's better than now, the Gophers. In, in their defense, that poor QB, I think, is their fourth quarterback. Yes, he is. He is. Because he of the COVID problem. Four-string quarterback, and he can't. He can't. It was six for nineteen. And he also so. got hurt at one point, and he couldn't throw, and they wouldn't take him out of the game because I don't think they, they had don't a fifth have any string. others. Yeah, yeah, they got three of them that aren't. They, they had him try and throw though, and the ball literally just sort of slipped up in the air. Yeah, yeah. It was. I didn't watch much. It was of it. fourth. It was fourth and goal from the forty-eight. 
<laughs> they went so far backwards. They had fourth and goal from the four. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Uh, no, I don't think I've seen it. Before. 48 midfield. Wow. Well, the good thing about them is the crowd was about the same as they would have had if they yes. played. They, that's, that's the other thing. Nobody goes to their games down there anymore. That is people, because it's in Illinois, people think that it's, you know, there's some big city quality this place that's a that's the most remote location in the big 10 it's worse than, i've never been to champagne worse than west lafayette and bloomington really oh it's way down it's like halfway down this extremely long state sitting out in the prairie middle of nowhere huh. you know it's uh it's you know they and you know once they stop once they stop paying off the Coaches in Chicago <laughs> to get the good football and basketball players. They, uh, you know, the Mike bas- White. You mean Mike White and Lou Hanson was there a long time and cheating Lou, Lou the Do. <laughs> uh, any anything it took for uh, Lou was uh, was was the way to go. But uh, White, that was that's I've told this story before. But Chili's story about being a grad assistant for White and having to take the kid to the car dealer. Yep. And like in August, the kid wanted a car. And yeah. Chili was supposed to go pick up a four-year-old Oldsmobile, and the kid comes back with a Nissan T-top red one. And the NCAA was already looking. You know, the 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 all the reporters that cover the team are looking at this car, and, and White calls in Chili and "What the hell are you doing? What are you doing?" And Chili said. Three months later, I was talking to the NCAA <laughs> infraction, talking to the NCAA infractions committee. <laughs> he was supposed to get him some, you know, just just yeah, the kind of blend thing, in, just the kind of thing that a kid's family could have afforded for him. Oh. Not a brand new shiny red <laughs> Nissan T top was not, not not a good. Not a, how about Chili is the next coach at Illinois? Let's try another. Well, why not? If, if he wants to, he has, at least he has the the fire of having been there for a year. Absolutely, and he's another Eastern Illinois guy, though, right? He's yeah. a, one of the Romo and yes. there's a bunch of them from yes, he, yes, he was. Yes. So, and I think he's still got the place here. Yeah, he does. He's he's still got the place here. out west, but he's been in, Flo- he's been in Florida this. Uh, I think he's been in Florida this winter. I talked to him once, and I think he, he is. Still he in is. Florida. I think they got stuck down in Florida. and They haven't traveled. So. He is v- very smart not to being involving himself any longer with the Chicago Bears. I will give him that. Yes. Yeah. I don't know that. How come we thought that kid was so smart? Well, they don't have any. They just you know they got Khalil Mack. We were giving him. We we're having parades for him for drafting him that one year. But the offense is it was brutal, awful. Yeah. They have nothing there. And Nick Foles, if he's not in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. is not any good. No. It's a risk he's hurt, though, right? Uh, yes, he is now, but I don't know he can play at all. I don't know. but Healthy or not. You know, I guess they probably, they're still, what, 5-4 and four somehow or mm-hmm. something? So Well, they, they were 5-1. and one. Yeah, okay. They've, they've lost, lost three consecutive now. games now. I said on Twitter a month ago, you can look it up after watching them. Mm-hmm. The Vikings are going to go four and zero against the Lions and the Bears. Did you? I did. Okay. And people were saying, "Yeah, crazy, blah blah." They can't beat anybody. I think they'd won one by then. Yeah. But uh, I said they're going to go four and zero against the Lions and the Bears, and I was right. But people, 
You see, and people say that you are negative. I am you are a, a realist. Ray of positivity. I am a ray of positivity. That's for sure. So it's 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 been boy, it's been a just a traumatic week though. <laughs> Waiting for the election results yeah. and then well, you didn't sleep. Uh, no, who's? What are they doing in? What are they doing in like some of these places? Do they walk down to the post office and get each ballot and then walk back with it and open it up? I, I have mean, no clue how the they do it. Let's uh, let's go here. Let's let's. Uh, Let's get going here. Although it's it's over, except for the except for the twenty five. It's losses. over, except it's not done. Oh, we I, we got to mention this though. Yeah, I think we all agree on this. The highlight of the entire campaign. Yep. Uh, and the offshoot was Rudy's press conference at the Four Seasons oh. Landscaping <laughs> Center <laughs> instead of the Four Seasons Hotel. I periodically, over the last 48 hours, just break out into laughter thinking about that because it's right out of Veep. And, Did you and watch this, Veep? And it this is, is right why out. Veep it pulled the plug. This, they said that. They said at the time, we can no longer keep up with what's really going on. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can no longer. The reality is funnier than yes. the skits. And there was a lot of great... Uh, uh, Things sent out on Twitter. To oh, I saw a bunch of them. They were hilarious. <laughs> so, who's the idiot who always did screwed up everything, and he ended up running for president? The, the the tall, goofy guy who they'd have in charge of something, and he screwed everything up. And and and, and his they had it one of his with a blank look on face. Didn't he say lawn and order? <laughs> I didn't see that one. Did he say law? It's one order? of the greatest gaffes of all time. <laughs> and Rudy's trying to act like ugh, the people. I, I, you know, I did not. They did a pretty good job when they showed it of covering up where they were. But when they the crime, the, the the media that was there got to say what in the hell? And they got the as, as somebody says. They got a dildo shop next door on one side and a crematorium on the other. Yes, yes, an adult an adult store right by yes. it was the great. And everyone was taking pictures of all the things around it because yes. it was as funny as the fact that they were in a uh, oh, lawn store. What the hell? Or landscaping store. Oh, and then they, uh, and then Lewandowski and the other guy who helped plan it said, "Well, this was their plan all along. Don just got." You lie and then lie about anything. Who, here's my question. What publication is going to get the real story and write the long-form story? The play-by-play is going to be fantastic. Oh, it is. Somebody's going to get it. The it Times is. will get it or a magazine will well, get it. Everybody who got fired and has been afraid to talk is going to be coming out when when they get him, when they drag him out. By oh, God, heels. yeah. There's, there's going to be. Oh, the amount of books that are going to come out. The inside story. New York Magazine had a pretty good piece that they put online about the how it was in there the the day when the you know Tuesday and Wednesday when the inside they had some sources inside the White House oh, yeah? telling them stuff that was the uh the degree of uh angst was uh, very interesting. So well, I'm sure we'll continue their, until their January theory 19th. Is, their theory was that he you know, they were having people he doesn't like the job, he doesn't like you know, his his ego needs it, but he hey, you know, it's you know, it's he's depressed because of you know the number of people who dislike him and blah blah blah. But, well, the job would stink. Oh God, yes. I got, 
Why you would want this job is beyond me. But the uh, the when did he did he first come out Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday, right? When he talked or what? When he came out and moped for a half hour. Oh, the, the the yeah the uh, the was down it, in the dauber one I think was, was Thursday. When, Thursday, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, as I said, the angry Don doesn't frighten me as much as the morose Don. Yeah, that Don was very very down about things. Mm-hmm. Well, and he was reading from and he read a bunch of stuff that looked looked like notes from his lawyers. Yeah, that was basically the entire press conference. Yeah, stats that alleged that. So I I don't know what's happening, but. Uh, it's been an interesting four years, that's for sure, and uh, we're uh, we're fairly uh, hopeful that Pfizer's got a vaccine fifty percent or something to yeah, save um, American sports. I hope so. Do we have? I hope for our sake. We've talked about this. What what becomes of sports in two thousand twenty one? What becomes of us? I don't know. I mean, this is. Well, what becomes of, I, of I can leads, guarantee, Pat? I can guarantee you that I'm out of long-form, you know, pandemic <laughs> you're, you're era. Nothing's going on. I, I, need, I saw you rated things yesterday in your columns. Yes, you're you're now rating. Yes, Welcome I, to the ratings club. I had club. nothing. I had nothing. I didn't know what to do. You I know what like, I think we need from you from now on? Notes columns. Uh, the strip needs a notes column. You can do just make it up as you go along. <laughs> yeah, if, I, if I do a notes column, it's going to be like Don Riley's and not Sid. I don't care. That's fine. I'm going to be quoting Ploop, Plooperson and Clyde Jelmo from Lake Elmo. Yeah, that's nice. Like that. This is the thing. <laughs> that's right. Just the virtual bar. Yeah. Guy yeah, on the oh, bar stool next to me right. said this. Oh, Gall- oh, yeah, Don would have I know. what they're saying at Gallivan's. Yeah. 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 And, you can uh, have the virtual Gallivan. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know what becomes of us. I don't know what becomes of sports, Pat. Boy, I wish I was covering the Masters this year. You know why? Ten and a half hours of daylight instead of 13. Oh. So they got to play them off two tees. Yeah. You know, they used to give us a three o'clock. On Sunday, the last group teed off at three. Yep, you used to, they wouldn't be done till seven thirty, and if there was a playoff, you didn't know if they're going to finish it. Uh, now they're uh, they're going to use two tees. They got to be done by. Well, it's dark here at five thirty, right? Fans or no? Uh, Spectators nah, at all? Club members and uh, which is a sizable number, and uh, and then each player's got. Three or four people. I don't even think they can bring their families. So I think it's like spouse, coach, and you know whatever right. trainer or something is all they can bring. So, but uh, yeah, I mean they're going to have to be done by five o'clock in the afternoon down there. I would think that if it's if it's dark here at five in the north, they probably got a little more sun down there, right? But uh, yeah, but probably not a ton more. Late late five, yeah. late five o'clock hour. So. Uh, That'd be uh, great for me, is to because they got to get done, you know. So deadline will be yeah. Because of the fact that they uh, they only uh, have like ninety players usually, eighty five, mm-hmm. and they cut it. They used to cut it to fifty. I might be a bigger number now, but they used to cut it to fifty, and then they play in twosomes on Sunday. But they never because of the smaller field, they never teed off on both tees except when they had rain delays or something, but. Like they do at all other tournaments this year, they got to tee off on both tees too. 
That's starting the, Thursday. That's the one thing. I wonder why they put it back that far. I wonder why they the tournament itself. Yeah, why didn't they even play a couple weeks ago? I don't know. I don't know. But that's the the one thing about the pandemic that it's done is it streamlined a lot of things into being easier to do. Oh yeah. For instance, my tabs. I used to go wait in that damn line, right? Mm-hmm. Saturday, I went to a window. I dropped off the money and my certificate. They said, come back after five on Monday, and you can pick your tabs up. This yeah. is the greatest thing ever. The bride, Took me 30 seconds. The bride went to get her new driver's license at AAA there. Yep. You got a call, make an appointment. I did this a couple days ago call, myself. Call, make an appointment. Yep. You go, and boom. You, uh, you I did. Know. I did the same thing. Because I've sat in that AAA office there waiting to get a new driver's license for an hour and a half because uh, you take a number. But mm-hmm. now now you need appointments. It's not That's what I'm saying. Some things have just been now more organized. Mm-hmm. It's not worth the pandemic, but it's the only good thing about <laughs> no, it. That's right. I'm not saying the deaths are a good thing, but I am no. saying that life has become a little bit more streamlined. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. So, uh, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not all bad. Plus, I think the pandemic had much to do. I got to tell you one more thing about the election. My whole life, from when I was 1956 as a 10-year-old kid, when I was first aware of elections, Mm -hmm. I remember the get out and vote. Everybody vote. We were always pushing people to vote, right? We wanted everybody to vote. How come this country can only get 60% of its people to vote? Let's vote. My whole life it's been vote. And now it's too many people voted. (laughs) We can't have this many people voted. Don't (laughs) let them vote. We got to cut down on the voting, damn it. You know, I don't get it. What happened? It started about two cycles ago, right? But now this was To try and get the voting down? Yeah. Well, now that they've made it functional to vote. I know. Hey, and the mail-in voting is actually... Go online. That's great. Go online, tell them to mail you a ballot, you fill it out, you send it back in. Or I went two weeks before the election, eight minutes. That's what I did. You know, go up there, and they said, I said, I think you mailed me one, but I haven't gotten it yet. And they said, okay, we'll cancel that one out, and you can fill out this it one. It took me no time. Yeah. It's, I will never again vote I don't think on voting a, day. I don't think it's a bad idea to do what you can to get more people to vote. And that was taught to me by Sister Marna in the 1956 at St. Gabriel's grade school. You know, Well, it, I think it was around 88 that MTV had the whole rock the vote thing. Yes. They were trying to get young people to vote. Yes. So the, those people who are now 50 are all saying, okay, I'll, 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 vote. I'll vote. And they're saying no. Especially since I don't have to stand in line. Don't vote. Yeah. Uh, can you can you imagine the lines this year if they're trying to keep everybody six feet apart? Oh, had to be miles. And on the Tuesday, the great, I will never again vote on election day. No, there's no sense. Going early is the greatest thing ever. Yes, yes. And like uh, you said, it's easy. You get your ballot, you get done. Uh-huh. The o- the only thing is, just from now on, take the judges off my ballot. Yes. I don't care about your judges. I know what? If you want to be a judge, good for you. Go be a judge. Well, of the judges, we had, what, 50 of them? I guess. I, there I was one. bailed on it. There was one that had an opponent. 
of the judges. Everybody else was the incumbent. That's a good job when you're a judge. Nobody runs against you. No, right. Every season, the Olsons would gather on their dock. With all the weeds and muck, no one would go into the water, except for neighbor Larry, who would stand in there to cool off amongst the thick weeds. Hey, neighbors. Larry. But this season, the Olsons dropped a few aquaside pellets into their lakefront. After just one application, the water was crystal clear. And, turns out, neighbor Larry is a free spirit and a fan of skinny dipping. Hey, neighbors. Oh, my. Who nude? Nude. Clear your lake or pond completely. Visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required. But I I don't want to see their names. It's the presidential election, okay? I want to see the presidents. I'd say if if a judge is unopposed, don't put them on there. Just give them the job. Amen. Right? And if there's... You know, if somebody's running against them, okay, let us vote for them. Right, but I still don't know what I'm talking about. I don't care. No. Well. Let someone else decide I, that. Uh, I, I don't like races that don't tell you whether it's a Republican or Democrat. I don't like that. Yeah, I agree that. with that. Yeah. Yeah, because then I got to kind of like city council and stuff. I got to like guess by the name. But then don't vote. No, I vote. Oh, see, I, I just don't. I guess at the names. <laughs> like if it's a hyphenate. <laughs> It's like a like if it's a hyphenated name, yep. then I figure it's a Democrat. So I, <laughs> so I make a, so you play a game. So you play. A, is it a Republican yeah. or Democrat? And if it's oh. if it's Bernhard Mungert, yep. I don't vote for him because he's he's a Trump guy. That's that's my theory. I look at the oh. you know if it, <laughs> if it sounds like a guy who would have marched. You know, in nineteen forty, goose stepped in the nineteen forties. I don't vote for that. For all I know, he could be a nice lefty, but uh, oh. but uh, so you turn it into a game. It. Yeah, it does. It's, a it's a game. game. It's a game. Or I see signs in my neighborhood. Oh God! I see signs in my neighborhood, and I know in my neighborhood. Yeah. Like if there's a Trump sign <laughs> next to a city council person, then I'm not going to vote for that person. But if there's a Biden oh, sign, I got if you. there's okay. a Biden sign next to a person for the school board or something, yes, then I vote for that person. So I, so I, you so use it's the, not that I'm the signs. To- it's not that I'm completely uninformed. I just I use signs, or you know, or names. You know, I I used to. <laughs> I used to not vote for people with hyphenated names because they bother me as a newspaper guy. Yeah. But then I said, wait a minute. Most of them are different. Most of them have a that's have yeah. a spouse. That's why they have that the, they yes. have empowered their spouse. Yes. They don't. They think it's kind of sexist to just use one. So then I switch. So now I always vote for the hyphenated names. So Republicans, <laughs> if you want my vote in a an election for a non party election, hyphenate your name. Then I might vote. So if it's Stillwell Metzler, <laughs> they got the Roycey vote. Uh, yes, so oh, yeah, hyphen, yes, it is. That's uh, oh, that's true. God. That's true. You know what? I'm glad to hear you have the, sc- this. the school board votes are uh, are uh, are fairly important too. You should pay some attention to them. But uh, I didn't have many people knocking on my door this year. I wonder if it's a. I pandemic. had zero. I think it's a pandemic. Don't I think? had zero. A lot of flyers, but not. Uh, I didn't have many flyers. Mm. Like, but I don't think I had one usual. person. But I I will say this. If they did knock on my door and I'm home, I'm not answering it. Oh. I don't answer the door. <laughs> I don't answer the door. And here's why. UPS, which comes to my house every day, and Amazon, which does the same damn thing, now just drops and goes. 
So my question is, what good are you doing me if I get the door? Yeah, well, I think they're just. I think they're just making you aware it's out there that you might want to take it off the step before. No, that no, that I get. But I but I'm saying if you knock on my door and stand there, you are you are trying to sell me something. You're trying to get, tell me what I should do, or you're going to bang past me and invade my home and rob it. <laughs> there is no good that comes Nothing from answering good, okay. a door. All right, that's a good idea. We got a lot of problems. What if, uh, something, home what invasion if, what scare if your me. neighbors are in a crisis? Something's happening. Oh, if it's a neighbor, could... though, I'll look. Okay. I'll see that. Yeah, that's fine. You know who I miss, though? Jehovah Witnesses. What happened to them? We had a couple coming we up and down our street a, couple, a year ago or so. Anymore. Come on, bring them back. I love Jehovah Witnesses. We had one come to our house. I bet they're always <clears> dressed so well, too. They are nice, polite I people. I think Dawn got the door, and the guy start, started in. Can I tell you about the Lord? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, but good luck to you. I always say good luck to you, but I haven't seen any in a long time. Who was, that was a great line in a movie I watched a while back. The Jehovah Witnesses won't even talk to me. <laughs> the guy said it or something. I miss the Jehovah Witnesses now, though. I'll tell you who's, uh, who's a little frightening from the religious. You know one thing I'm going to like about Biden? What's that? I don't think he's going to have a spiritual advisor. No. I don't trust these guys that need spiritual advisors. No, he definitely won't. Just, you know, because he goes to church. Yeah. You know, he's good. He, just a Catholic. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need spiritual advisors. Trump's got some crazy broad that's screaming and hollering, and the God talked to her and told her he was going to oh, win. Oh, I saw and, her, yeah. Come on. Come on. You don't need oh, that. Oh, she's Trump's that's advisor? Trump's spiritual advisor. Oh, I didn't know that. No, that's Trump's spiritual advisor. I don't, you don't need a spiritual advisor. You need a dog, yeah, yeah, but not right. a spiritual advisor. And he's got big dogs. A rescue dog. Big rescue dog. Yeah. German shepherds. He's got dogs. Them. You need dogs, but not spiritual advisors. I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know what else? You got a couple of German shepherds? You're safe in the club. In the, you're safe in the White House, too. You're sleeping back there, and somebody sneaks in. That German shepherd how, will tear your throat out. How much are they going to have to fumigate that place, too? Like the pandemic, with oh, yeah. all the people who have oh, been yeah. sick in there? I'm sure they, uh, they They're going to have to go through and redo the whole thing. They must inside. be sure to do well, They're just showing that touchdown that uh, they uh, threw in the back threw in the back of the end zone yesterday early on, Breeze, that the guy, the guy was wide open. Caught. I was glad to see that wasn't Anton Jr. who uh, blew the coverage oh. on that one. Whew. Did you see that touchdown no. when the guy caught it at... Where was the safety man, man? It was, but it wasn't him. It was the corner. The corner turned him loose. It was about a twenty-yarder. But I was thinking, oh, but it wasn't him. Okay, well, that's it wasn't good. him. He's a he. Uh, there wasn't there wasn't many accolades to send out for any uh, anybody though. He's gonna be a good player though. Oh yeah, he's a tough little he's, sobg. His old man. Yep. His old man was so good. Yep. And I've told this before. He was here, I think, as a junior with. Ohio State when they played the Gophers in the in the Metrodome and I think base was pretty good that year mm-hmm. you know so it wasn't going to be a hundred to nothing. He was so impressive as a tackler. I went down and wrote a column on him. Did you really? As a you know on on, on a team that in college in college wow. on a team that uh, you know and I'm not the most observant football guy ever but on a team that had stars and were, were good he was unbelievable. So he was so obvious that I, and the bat was back when you could go to the PR guy and go say, to the hey, locker can, room? can I, or, or they'd bring him out in the yeah. hallway. Bring, can I talk to Anton? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. That was maybe Tice's Antoine. Tice's greatest coup. Getting him. Yeah. Because he, he, he was he was about to sign with the Jets from yeah. Buffalo. Yeah. And and Mike had his horse racing pal out east and got Antoine on a private plane and flown here inside him. What? Yeah, and did did they make a better deal? What what did he do there? Did they I don't, just romance him and give him the same? I don't deal? know what they did, but it was a. But I mean, you're you're right. He was a great player. And maybe he didn't. You know, he might have been a kind of a kid who didn't like New York. You know, maybe. sometimes you can take advantage. And of the that. Jets are the Jets, but that was but back then, his greatest move. Yeah, it was. And then he got Pat Williams too. You know, so then didn't, didn't he get Pat Williams? I think you're right. I think he did. Yeah, but Winfield was a. I when I wrote. The uh, when we wrote the uh, when we wrote the Viking book on fifty years, I think we wrote it first in like oh seven or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the problems was the the cornerback, the cornerback, yes, the second cornerback. I think Bobby Bryant was one of them because we were naming an all time team, and I think Nate Wright had on there. But by the time we redid it. I put Antoine. I put Winfield in there as the uh, second cornerback. Yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's probably the best. He's probably the best cornerback they've ever had. And you're right, though, man. Could he hit for a little oh, guy yeah. and oh, tackle? Yeah. yeah, that's not been. Uh, you know, they've had the they've had a lot of safeties, but uh, the the great corners they had good ones, but they, the great corners they didn't. They haven't had a lot of those. No, and they might not right now. So what's with Mike Hughes? Bad neck. Yes, which is very concerning. Bad necks and careers. Bad necks aren't good. Bad, bad necks are not sprained ankles. No. Or bad knees. So, Howard, I got to ask you this. Is, uh, uh, so, we got the two young guys playing defensive end. Are they okay? Holmes and uh, the other guy? Wanham and... Uh, they, well, they, well, Wanham's playing now, too, right? Yeah. They, they've got about four guy. guys. I think they've got three or four guys. I think they're okay. But they're, they're not great. Mm-hmm. I, I am very curious to see if the report from... The report that we got a couple weeks ago about Hunter is correct, which is he he is going to come back next year and wants to be the highest paid defensive player in the league at that point. Well, because that's going to lead to real trouble if that's the case. Guess what, Danny boy, uh, Danny lad. I shouldn't have used that, but it was it was, it was a reference to the Irish song, right? Yes. Uh, you cannot not play and have a bad neck and be automatically given all this ungodly money. Yeah, I agree. With and you and here's your option: if you don't show up for the first day of camp and you have a and you have a contract, mm-hmm. you don't get the year credit mm-hmm. because you have the stupidest union leader in America. All of them combined, not just sports. All of them, every union in America, you have the dumbest ass of them all that he would sign off on something like that. Yeah, it's a terrible, co- it's a terrible agreement. Of, the all, the, of all the horrible things in that agreement, that is the worst. Yes. That you don't get a well, year. Well, Dalvin was you can You can show up day three, play your ass off, carry the ball 900 times, and you don't get a year of service yes. time. If you're not there on opening day. Now, you can do what Hunter. Now, I think a lot of us were, well, Hunter didn't do this. A lot of us were suspicious that Hunter, originally, when Zim was calling it a tweak, that it was it was a non-holdout holdout, right. right? But it wasn't, obviously. Do we know when he heard it? Um, well, Zim, Zim subsequently claimed a couple weeks back that he heard it 
he slept wrong, which is BS. Yeah, yeah, okay, I did a. It's a not. I have no I idea. Slept wrong. He clearly did something. Uh, but but you're right because if the Vikings hadn't been fair, Dalvin Cook could be having this year on the final year of his contract, and the Vikings could say, okay, that's fine. Here's what we'll give you. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh... The Vikings were fair, but but that but Pat, your point about coming out of the pandemic. And and if this continues, is the best point. Who's going to get paid? Yeah. Be- besides, like Trevor Bauer, who's yeah, going to get paid? Baseball. I don't know. What what are they going to do? If what I'm Nelson you- Cruz, I call the Twins back today and say, "What can we do?" Yeah, if I'm Eddie, I say, "Eddie, you know, Eddie, don't you know they're not going to they're not going to tender you, Eddie. If, no, they're if, not. They're not going to pay you seventeen. And no, one, and no one's going to run to sign him to a big contract. No, you and Jake's the same way. Eddie, you should call him up and say, "Why don't you give me uh, twenty-four for two or something?" Yes, you know, yeah, because it's. But I mean, Nelson Cruz, God love him, he's fantastic. Who's going to write a forty-year-old DH a massive check during a time when we don't know when they're going to have gonna fans have back? Fans back, and when they come back, there aren't going to be nearly as many of them. Nope, I agree with that because the the public we have been trained to not want to sit next to something. Yeah, which I sort of don't mind. Yeah, but what I'm, what I'm saying, yeah, what a lot of the public is going to be trained at. And by the way, good luck selling sweets mm-hmm. with uh, when we get out of this thing and the lack of dollars that are still in uh, in corporate America, the the lost dollars in corporate America. Yep. Because um, Amazon can't buy all the sweets. They, they they can't buy them all. But that's the thing is players in all of these sports are going to have to realize the paydays for a while now are gone. Yep. What do you think the old uh, big mall of America is going to look? Remember when they were, boy, they got to be happy they didn't build that second building, huh? I remember when I was a child down the street from us was an old was an old Sears catalog store, okay? Oh, yeah. The Mall of America might have a lot of catalog stores. <laughs> well, Go they, pick up your Amazon purchase there. Two of their four corner stores are done, and Macy's is hurting for certain. Yeah. Nordstrom's is not, you know, Nordstrom's probably the most successful one of those in the country of, you know, of the quality department stores, and they're hurting, too. They might be bang- they might declare bankruptcy. I read something. So. When's the last time that you went shopping at a, not a Costco or a grocery store, but when's the last time that you went shopping department store or mall? Uh, I, I go to a couple of stores, retail stores, but usually not in the mall. Yeah. Although uh, my son and I have lunch out at uh, uh the Ridgedale once in a while, and I might breeze through Nordstrom. But, you know, you got to think, you know, I'm not exactly, yeah. you know, I, don't, I can't exactly go to the men's store. They're a little short of X's for uh, most of the day. I can find a proper number of X's, but not on real quality stuff. So uh, <laughs> I got to go to specialty stores. But uh, I, I was saying two years ago, Amazon's the worst thing ever happened in this country because the department retail stores are going to be put on. Well, this has only hastened that process, right? Yes, absolutely. Has. So I don't know. Absolutely yeah. I, I don't know what, uh, where, where, where sports are headed, but, uh, nobody does. And there's no, you know, you can't be an executive marketing executive with a sports franchise right now and think, you know, where you're headed. No, nobody knows. Hell where, no. Nobody knows where you're headed. 
as far as people are concerned. You can't you can't tell me for, in certainty that two years from now we're, we're going to have every professional sport in this town that we have right now. Yeah, I mean, I think the Vikings are fine. I think the Twins are fine. Well, that's the thing about the uh, you know the Timberwolves. Yeah, they got a fifty million dollar buyout to get out of Target Center. Yeah, well, okay. Somebody's going to pay a billion for the franchise and move it to Kansas City. They'll, they can come up with another 50. Yes, exactly. That isn't bad, right? Exactly. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if uh, Mr. Taylor would, uh, you know, the, this idea that you're going to get somebody to promise not to move the team. Uh, There's going to be an expiration on that. Yes. Yes, there is. It'll be uh, it'll be two years or something like that. Just as long as he doesn't move the newspaper, we're in good shape. <laughs> Masters, who wins? Last thing. Uh, wow. Uh, who do I like? Who do I like? Hideki Matsu, Matsuyama. Okay. Because he's rolling the ball again. He just played good. And I don't want to give you one of the um, the, the straight, uh, you know, one of the easy answers. So Dustin's the best player still, but he's not. Well, no, I'm wrong. DeChambeau wins. Because he hits at 380. It's all that trouble. He hits those trees that are in the way. He'll hit them over the trees. So DeShambo first, Matsuyama second. That's it. All right, we're done. Talk to you. Goodbye. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, Work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. Hi, this is Daniel Rue of the Real GM Radio Podcast. And while the NBA season is still pretty new, there are some interesting storylines going on. And for me, one of them is... Let's call it a shift in expectations because there are a couple teams that we expected to be not necessarily pushing the accelerator in the early going in the season, maybe seeing Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson, this purportedly strong 2023 draft class, and going, hey, we could be a part of that, and that would be the Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Both teams are over 500 with some nice wins, and this isn't fluky. They're playing well so far, and so we will see how they build on this, how they react to it. Do they keep pushing, see if the can keep going, or do they change directions through trades and everything else? So that'll be something to watch in this year where the draft class is, is strong and these teams have incentives going in both directions. Hi, this is Daniel LaRue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, matchups, news, in-depth analysis, and live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Can check in on your favorite games and events, including the baseball playoffs, start of the hockey season, MMA, boxing, and golf, plus sports podcasts. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts.